This has been a podcast presented by Hard to Find Media. Subscribe to Hard to Find Media on youtube.com slash hard to find media network. This shit is free. Share it. Blast it. Fuck it. Listen to AM 1045 KAOP. Mm-hmm. My name is Danny. I'm Joseph. And this is Accents on Purpose, a weekly radio show where we cover all the music that's happened in Seattle. Every single song. Every single song, every single note. Joseph, how are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing really well. Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, one, when I was walking to the studio today, down Broadway, I saw a guy with a very unique pair of sunglasses that were like a visor from Robocop. They were like Jordy from Star Trek, yeah. just over his eyes. And I was actually, I'm, I'm happy about it, but I was also appalled because it made me feel like it was the idea of the future in like the 80s or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that that future doesn't actually come to pass. And I hope someone tells him he's wrong. Can he be wrong? Yeah, we can all be wrong. Well, We all need to learn that. Also, there's some really good shows coming up. Name one. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I have two to talk about. But, um, the Ninth, which is a Tuesday at the Black Lodge, SSDD and Nail Polish and some other bands um, are playing. Because I think this will come out Monday morning, so go to that the next night. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you're listening to live on AM radio, you have several days. Yeah. If you're just getting the podcast. Yeah, if you're tuning in, drive time, commute home. Uh, that's great. Uh, and Friday, February 12th at the Black Lodge is Great Spiders, Bob and Versing. And I love Versing's new record. So I suggest checking them out. I've never seen them live. And I won't see them that time because I'll be in Portland. So there's that. You, f- you fuck up everything. I know. I fuck God it up. What? I don't know why me being there has anything to do with it. But. Um, well, let's get the show started. Um, <laughs> well, I get, yeah. What? Doesn't my segment count? I'm in, like, with our guests. Oh, yeah, we have guests yeah. in the studio this time. Um, I have to move a mattress today, and I just want to get the show done. So oh, really? Yeah, I'm not excited Okay, is it your mattress or something? No, I'm getting roped into it because I'm the only person with a Zip Van account. Is it from Sleep Train? Nope, it's not from Sleep Train, <laughs> our newest sponsor. Uh, if you need a mattress, uh, go to Sleep Train, uh, corner of Harrison and Broadway. Uh, if you're homeless and you need to take a nap, go to Sleep Train, uh, corner of Harrison and Broadway. Uh, if you don't... <laughs> Need a mattress anymore, and you don't want to pay to get it removed? Just take it to Sleep Train and leave it on their front door. <laughs> they gotta move it. They gotta move they it. Have, yeah, they, they literally have to move it. Uh, Joseph, I know that you like listening to music, uh, mm-hmm. and I know that you like on watch, headphones a lot. On headphones a lot. I know you like watching uh, movies in your underwear on a laptop. Yeah. But do you ever like to read? Uh, yeah, I do. Especially, do you ever like to, what? Oh, I was gonna say especially local zines. Uh, me too. <laughs> and that's why today we've brought uh, in the three of the publishers, writers, uh, CEO. I don't have the masthead in front of me. I feel like it's Seattle's hottest zine right it's, now. Uh, it's Seattle's hottest zine. Uh, it's <laughs> passive aggressive. Right uh, <laughs> if you folks want to introduce yourself, uh, I'm James Ballinger. I uh, started the zine. Uh, I'm Brian Kim, and I write for the zine and do stuff. 
<laughs> My name is Jeffrey McNulty, and I also write for the zine and do stuff. <laughs> That's right. I like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's great. So it's been going on for a few years now? How long has it been going on? Um, I had the idea for the zine in late October of 2011. Okay. Wow. So that's when I just started a Facebook and then got a website going. And we put out our first issue in February of 2012. So we're coming up on four years this year. Wow. How many issues are there now? Uh, 15 plus, you know, a few, like you know, random zines or issues that we've done yeah. just for events or stuff like that. And so why did you want to do, uh, you know, a, a physical format versus just doing like a blog or a website? I mean, I'm glad that you did, but what kind of uh, pushed you in that direction? Um, I mean, I think it was just, I felt like it was necessary. Um, I got the idea from a couple friends of mine, Jason and Leah from the band Noisatron, who knew that I had uh, done a lot of music writing before, and uh, like, yeah, you should just, you know, put together a zine. And I'm like, yeah, that, you know, that sounds simple and, you know, something <laughs> that I could do to help. So um, that and I felt like at that time there wasn't a lot of, you know, we focus on mostly heavy music, and I felt like, you know, some of the major publications were kind of, I mean, covering it a little bit, but not covering it to the depth that it needed to be at the time because it was really starting to yeah, take off. Yeah, it was up, man. I mean, <clears throat> it became what it is today, but that was, like, when everyone started noticing, like, holy crap, there's a lot of good bands in this town. Totally. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things, you know, with music uh, and, like, some publications and then even some just, like, you know, reviewers or, you know... I'm thinking of that, like, guy who has a YouTube channel who's, like, bald with glasses. You know what I'm talking about? No. Anyways, I don't watch YouTube as much as you do. I fucking love YouTube. <laughs> he, he does, really. It's his favorite show. Uh, <laughs> it is my favorite channel. Uh, but I, I, sometimes I, I don't like it when someone reviews all types of music because sometimes they don't really understand, like, certain nuances and, like, the, the scene that these bands are coming from. And so, like, when you review everything... It's weird because, like, I've read reviews of bands and that I really like, and I'm like, they just got it all wrong. Like, they don't understand, like, where the band's coming from. So when I saw Passive Aggressive and I saw that you just focused on kind of, like, the heavier music, I was really excited that you weren't trying to, like, cover a lot of things. Like, I like that there was, like, parameters that you operated in. And it's also clear that you know what you're talking about and know <laughs> Seattle and know the bands that you're, like, it's just... It's very focused and fun to read because you feel like you get to know the bands as opposed to just like, here's an album that yeah. sounded heavy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, thank Definitely. you. That's awesome. Yeah, thank that you. is really good. i I, I got to be honest. I read the zine every time it comes out. <laughs> I even read the stuff I wrote and go, yeah. I wrote that. <laughs> cool. You know, and, uh, you know, but uh, but to have a totally outside perspective from two people that I just met today, that, that's... I mean, that means the world to me, you know, yeah. to, to hear that, that we're actually doing something. And I, I, I mean, as soon as I heard about it, I wanted to get into um, doing record reviews again. I hadn't done it for a really long time. I wrote for a while for that uh, magazine tablet, if you oh, remember yeah. that, for mm. a long time ago. Was, yeah, I, they tried to, like, go up against The Stranger when The Stranger sucked really bad, uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, and has continued, basically, to suck yeah. since then. Uh, <laughs> they don't even have a music editor anymore. That's weird. Well, long-time listeners will remember what we're referencing. Well, then we try to... We, I don't think we ever talked about Oh, that. did we never talk about it on there? Oh, never mind. Long-time <laughs> listeners will have no idea what we're talking about. So, well, just real, real quick, we had had uh, an interview set up with... They had a new music editor, like a the, brand new one. The tablet or The Stranger? The Stranger. Oh, oh, last, last summer. Yeah. Last, after uh, Emily left. Yeah, after yeah. Emily left. Oh, okay. Yeah, they hired her. And we had, like, this interview all set up, and it was like... We made the arrangements, like, two weeks in advance, and everything's, like, going fine. And, like, the day of... 
I email her just to like confirm, and I got this auto response that she'd been uh, no longer working there. Did you still wow. interview her? What? No, nope. she didn't show up. <laughs> she didn't oh, show that's up. too bad. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I to know. Get like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we started contacting the strangers' music department. We were like saying, Sean Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're, we're like, you know, we had this commitment from someone from your publication. Yeah. They didn't show up. And we, we tried to get him to come on. He's he like, wouldn't. maybe I'll listen and come on some other time. But, but I died. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyways, uh, you know, back to uh, your magazine. Uh, so, do you ever like? Do you get people who try to get like? Do you get like submissions from people who? Are yeah, completely I mean, we get outside of. Kind of your parameters. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Abs- we talked abs- about that the absolutely. other day. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that we've probably ended up on, you know, publication lists of stuff, you know, just an email that's like press at the Seattle PA, you know, like, oh, you know, a lot of publicists will just add us to lists and I'll get stuff for, you know, <laughs> jazz, funk, fusion. Yeah. And it's like, the well, head and the heart, <laughs> fleet foxes. I'd love to hear you guys write about oh, yeah. that. Yeah, we we I, wish we, I wish we could do an issue where every writer just picked, got one page and picked a band that they just can't fucking stay. Yeah, in. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we go out of our way not to slam people as much as possible because right. there's we so try. many bands to write about, <laughs> you know. I love slamming bands, yeah. but I also understand, like, you know, you've only got this many pages in the zine. You might as well make it count and make it yeah. something yeah. you care about. I mean, even online, we've, even tried, online yeah. we've tried to, like, keep well, everything It's fun to have a positive presence, I feel totally. like, in, in the music world. Well, it's my one outlet of being positive. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a cynical, negative bastard. <laughs> I'm totally right there with you, man. <laughs> it's like, okay, I can, you know, say some nice things. When you guys started, was it, or when you started, was it just you writing at first, or was it, did you already have, like, a group of support and friends that wanted to write and be involved? Um, we had a couple people that, um, there was a girl who wrote for us, uh, Elena, who did a couple stories for the first couple issues, um, Joe Frothingham from, uh, Mother Crone, uh, yeah. the band Mother Crone did, an, uh, something, and there were a couple other people that just kind of helped us fill some pages too uh, on the road on some bands. But when I first started, it was just going to be me, and I think I did like three three stories maybe in the first issue, and it was just kind of like, well, you know, I've got a page for Monogamy Party. Here's yeah. you know what I think of Monogamy Party. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember vividly uh, reading the issue or the story about Akimbo breaking up. Oh, yeah. That, like, the that history was of Akimbo. Did. And it was, one, really informative and good because I've been a, kind of obsessed with that thing for years. Yeah, me too. And it also understand. made me really sad and just, like, yeah. felt like we were losing something. But I was, like, we, really... Yeah, we, well, we did. I mean, yeah. we lost Akimbo when we got yeah, the it, it, it was really an and amazing it, article. Thanks. Going. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, the, web, the website version was just, like, wow. Yeah, totally. And I love, I mean, I love those Akimbo guys. I've been friends with them since... Yeah, the dawn of time. Yeah, we had, like. we tried to do that. Or Pam did one the year after I did the Akimbo one on Playing Enemy, and so we were trying to make it a yearly thing. Yeah, um, Playing Enemy one was epic too. It was yeah, really, that was good. really That's good. That's when I went like, "Holy crap, Pam, you can write!" Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, they just said all this stuff," and I was like, "No, you did some editing." You and know? I think the interesting aspect of doing those articles is you're writing about a band in hindsight. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing. You know, a band. I, I think at the at the time at the, at the time Akimbo had played their last show maybe like eight months ago, and you know they were still you know working on the second Sandwriter record at that time, but uh, 
you know, I think they were much more candid with me than they probably would have been had they still been a current band. And, I, and that was definitely the case with Plain Enemy. Mm-hmm. So when I, I wanted to do one on, on Botch this last year um, and sent some emails and just kind of got into the holiday season and never really worked out. So maybe I can get that going this next year. I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to read that as well. <clears throat> I think that there's definitely a lot of interesting stories that, that, could, be, that could be told there. I didn't go to the last bot show because I was in eighth grade and I went to an eighth grade mm. dance instead. <laughs> and I was like, I regret that so much. It's just like I remember my yeah, friend just being that's like, "Do you want to show like to see botch?" And I was like, "I only barely know who that is." And, I went, and then like later in life, I was like, "I blew it." And did you, anyway, did you make out with No, I didn't even get to the girl. I just sat on the wall and was like, "I hate this." And my mom picked me up. But you sat on the wall. Well, I stood against the wall. I was a wallflower, if you will. Uh, so do you have like a regular publishing schedule? Like, do you have like a, a set time when issues come out or is it kind of like when just things develop? And- um, I mean, we try to do one, I think every three, four months mm-hmm. we try to do it. Each issue we do two separate runs where we change out the back ads just to make the show flyers kind of current. So they run for a little while. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we try to do it every three, four months. So then there's there's like there's never like a moment where like you know stop the presses we gotta do something <laughs> we, um, we gotta change these stories someone's breaking up or there's a record coming out or no I mean I, we have we have the website too so we kind of use the zine as like a you know less timely things and you know everything that's timely that's instant like this is what's going on now um, we use the website for our Facebook or you know one of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, we try to keep the zine pretty focused on this is the band, this is what the band sounds like, here's some stories about the band, and a link. You know, so we can kind of sit on a shelf, need be, for a while. Yeah, your um, your zine is free, uh, right? Yeah, it's yeah. For listeners to know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying saying try to wonder if you've always been shoplifting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take it. Uh, but it's at, like, a I lot mean, of music stores, record stores, and everything. Like yeah, that. I mean, we do, like, 40 locations. That's you awesome. Know. Um, we have people that take them up to like Linwood and Everett, Bellevue, South Seattle. Um, we were sending them to, to Tacoma for a while. So, um, but I think it's like 30, 30 to 40 locations around this kind of area. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I like is that you keep like a very consistent look. Like it's like, I mean, you, I could like notice a passive aggressive, like, you know, a hundred feet away. Cause this is like. What? Why are you laughing? I just like that you're looking for zines a hundred feet away. No, what I mean is just like it, it, it's 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 always very consistent. Like the the way the cover looks, the way it's laid out, the way the title is, and everything. Yeah, I mean that's that's honestly just due to my lack of knowledge of, of you know putting these things together. That's why they all look alike because you know I can put a picture in the center and put some band logos around the front. I mean it's nice that we had Andy Crawshaw do our logo, so I think our logo has actually kind of helped us. And the name's catchy, too. You know, yeah, people for like, sure. And people it, like the name. it describes pieces of Seattle. Like, it makes it very aware that you know Seattle, and it's just, I don't know, it's great. I love it. Actually, Thanks. funny story, Curtis, our bass player, he can't wear the passive-aggressive shirt at work because it's too, like, negative and, like, weird. <laughs> but he can really? wear, like, metal shirts with, like, blood and, like, tits on them and shit. But they, just they don't wear, let him wear it? Yeah, you yeah. can't wear it there. It's <laughs> says something bad about Seattle. <laughs> That's really bizarre. Yeah. But they wrote him a note about it. 
Yeah. 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 I've gotten to write about some of my favorite bands. Uh, I mean, that last thing I did on Serial Hawk. I mean, really, Serial Hawk is the band for me that made me go, there's people this age, you know, I'm older, there's people this age that are like in their late 20s, early 30s, and they're playing the exact kind of music that I love. And I don't know who they are. And they played Highline, and I walked right up to them and I said, I just wanted to know about it. I was like, who are you? I introduced me. I'm, we've been Where friends ever since. But I mean, it blew me away. I was like, you guys are exactly the kind of music that I like. I've never met you three people. And now you're my favorite band. You know? <laughs> and that's happened a lot over the years. Yeah. And I, so, so yeah, so, I mean. Do, do you think being like writers uh, makes it easier to approach bands that you like? Because you will be like, I want to write about you. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. reason to, yeah. to yeah. contact and not yeah. creep someone out. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things I, yeah, I, I want to do, do the podcast yeah. because, like, I can like just uh, go up to someone or invite someone over and like ask them a bunch of questions. It's yeah. not like creepy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was, if I was doing friend. this to you at a bar, you might be like, "This dude will not leave me alone." A lot of Why is he asking me about her logo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has all been an elaborate four-year plot for me to talk to Botch. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that would fair. be another super epic one. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it would count. Yeah, I it mean, could be a whole lot. issue, really. It's opened up a lot of cool doors, like talking to bands. Like I did something on I Hate God and ended up like okay. doing their merch for a couple shows, oh, wow. and you know, so it's cool just to kind of meet these people and hang out. And I think the most of them too were not, you know, Rolling Stone or anything like that. So <laughs> I think it's more casual for other people too. Sure. And who doesn't like what talking about their own band? Let's be totally, honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I've never had a band go like. Oh, I don't know if I want to be in that. Every time someone's like, really? Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. We have had one person that we contacted be like, I don't think we want to talk about what we do. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I won't it, say it, the name. But. It wasn't a band. It was someone that organizes uh, a festival in Seattle. Yeah. No. And then they did an interview for The Stranger. Yeah. Well, I know. That's, <laughs> I know. That was, that like immediately after. Like, that it was really like three days afterwards yeah. I saw it. And I think I even... Yeah, you emailed them. I emailed them back. Yeah, with the link to The Stranger. And I was just like, oh, I see you don't like to do... Uh, yeah. See, that's more Seattle aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like we're not style. passive. We're yeah. aggressive. <laughs> so... You are are you still just in Seattle, or I saw something about you moving down to Portland as well. Like we uh, we did a, a Portland passive aggressive. Just we've only done one issue of it, mm-hmm. um, and it was a lot of fun to do. I had Cat Jones help me out with it, um, and it, and it was fun to do. But I just don't live in Portland, and I don't make it to Portland. So it seemed for me, you know, it's like well. I'm not going to write about, I guess not the band necessarily, but it felt weird writing like, you know, go see this band at this club that I don't really know much much about, you know, or see this band. And, you know, I always get super paranoid about our own personal image. Like, what if I write about this band that has this horrible story attached to it in this town that I don't really know. Some sort of terrible date rape thing or something. Yeah, or something something horrible. And it's just like, why did I why did I promote this band's show? Yeah, you can't take all responsibility for that though. Like you can't know everything. So I mean the goal I think for that is, you know, the the website is still up and the Facebook's still active and stuff, but I would like somebody to just kind of 
take it, you know? Were you kind of hoping that someone would do that? <laughs> like, that you could jumpstart it and be like, no, you keep, you're Franchise a sister city, it. you know? Yeah, kind of yeah, like... I, I kind of I did. I, I wish mean, it would like, happen. It, it could happen. I mean, I'm able to just, you know, print up zines and put them in a box and mail them to people. Yeah. So if somebody in Detroit... For example, wanted to do a Detroit passive aggressive. I'd be completely open to that. It'd be Send me that the Detroit aggressive, though. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit extremely aggressive. <laughs> the Boston, what are you doing? My fate, it just yeah. goes on and on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like French a whole sentence. Yeah. <laughs> the New York, I'm walking here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, beyond the Seattle passive aggressive, uh, you guys have other projects as well, bands and whatnot. Tell us about those. Yeah, I mean, Brian's in one yeah. of my favorite bands in Seattle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I play in Gladiators Eat Fire. Oh, cool. Um, we've been doing stuff, playing music, and hanging out for a while now. What do you play in that band? Uh, I play guitar. Cool. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we've been we're actually going on tour pretty soon here, and then, uh... Hopefully, every time we go on tour, I also just take a big stack of passive aggressive zines with me, and everyone loves the shit out of them on tour. Like, people come up to the merch stand, and like, I think last time we had, I actually had a whole bunch of backed issues I had just been like holding on to. So I had like four or five different uh, issues on the table, and people just come up and like grab them all and be like, all right, sweet. Getting sale music out there. I feel like I've seen, I, I know that I've seen your band, and I've seen the name Gladiators Eat Fire for a really long time. How long have you guys been a band? Um, I mean, we put out our first EP in, like, 2008. Wow. And we are just kind of, like, jamming around a little bit before then, probably about a year. But, yeah, so it's been... That's longevity. Pretty close to a decade at this point, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> and you're still having fun with it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's, uh... It'd be I mean, weird it, if he would have said no. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no, actually, actually fucking... He's going to announce the break. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mention it. So we're playing our last show on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's... It's just... I feel like that's hard to do. Even, like, some bands... Yeah. Like, two years is is too much. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Oh, for yeah. sure. I mean, I started another band, like, uh, five years ago, and yeah, we only lasted... Like less than a year probably before shit got weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. What was the other band? Blood Knife. Great name. Yeah. I know, right? That was, <laughs> a, yeah. that was such a great stoner metal yeah. name. So what do you who do you think is in the past five years the most underappreciated heavy band in Seattle? I to me right now it's great it's Great Falls. That's I wasn't gonna say it, um, yeah. Great Falls. I mean, yeah, I guess I should kind of throw out that I've helped them kind of do some social media stuff, but I'm not getting paid and I'm not a manager or anything. I just, I, I think that band's great. They needed a little help to get some things going and I helped them. But uh, yeah, I think that that band right now could be so massively huge. And, you know, just seeing the reaction on that, that last record too that they put out um, just from all over the country just has been really overwhelming and awesome to see. So it's just, it's just a matter of time before that band takes off and they're legends. I mean, they're legends yeah. now. See, I need to see all that positive stuff. Uh, again, full disclosure, I recorded their last two records. <laughs> and uh, it's that last record's like, it's literally like the best thing I ever did, you know? And it's because they were so amazing and they pushed me really hard to do it right. And it's like crushing. I mean, listen to that on vinyl, I'm like, 
can't believe I had anything to do with this. I was just happy to be their friends, you know, much <laughs> less record their album. Yeah. But like, I don't, it, to me, it's like, I'll, it took like a year for it to come out. So they, it's all out in the ether. And yeah. I've just been waiting for people to go, holy shit, that's a crushing record. And, you know, I see it from friends and people and it, we, and we, I mean, everybody I know agrees it's, it's a good record, but it's, I've just been kind of waiting, like, when are they going to blow up? And I know that it's mostly because they don't tour. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's hard. Yeah. Oh. Another band that I, I think uh, that is super crushing and original in Seattle is Space Bag. Oh, um, yeah. I've never yeah. even heard that name. Well, ch- check them out. They're like this crazy prog band, yeah. and uh, their keyboard player, Luke, plays like grind keyboards through a distortion and foil Whoa. stack. And their guitar player, and it's a drummer for Playing Enemy, mm-hmm. and uh, their guitar player uh, can play. He's like... He's like um, Eddie Van Halen, you know, but if Eddie Van Halen grew up listening to Carcass, that's that's exactly how I explain it, you know? And so, but these guys are like, they're hometown heroes and, and, but they're out there doing progressive stuff that no one has, no one has ever done before, in my opinion, you know, like taking it to this other level of, of musicianship and they're finally going on tour. And I'm so glad about that because their, their record's going to be, I mean, their last two records are great. I guarantee, I guarantee you, you know, if you like any sort of proggy stuff, then you would enjoy it. If you That's don't cool. like prog, though, probably just, you know, blow your brain. And <laughs> but seeing them live, though, is, is the is the thing. you got to see them live. Oh, yeah. You said Space Bag? Space Bag, yeah. Cool. If, yeah, they blew my fucking mind when I first saw them live. I had no idea what was too. coming at me. I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> I love when that happens. Like, when you're like, it's a band you don't know the name of, and you're like, I don't know, they're just an opener, and then it, yeah. it's just amazing. That's why you gotta come to the show and see the openers. Yeah. You know, right. you can't just come and just walk in and yeah. see the headliner. It just yeah. doesn't, you don't see, you don't get that aha moment, you know? Yeah. That's the greatest thing in There's life. There's no chance for it, even. Yeah, you're, that's yeah. what I mean. You're cutting it out, yeah. showing up late and missing out on that first band. Uh, yeah. Joe shows up to the, uh, to the show before the bar Tinder does. That's actually true. Uh, my nickname is early to the show, Joe. <laughs> this is 100% true. One time we went to Numo's, I, I can't remember who we were going to see, like Helms Ali or something, or Les Savvy Fav. I think Helms Ali. Helms Ali, yeah. And we got there, technically the doors opened at 8, we walked in at 8, and the bartenders were so clean, and there was a gender like sweeping the floor. And Danny was just like, because I was like, it's going to sell out yeah, or something. Sure. And, you know, we ended up going to It probably to did Bimbo's. sell out. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But, like, we went to Bimbo's for, like, an hour and a half, and he was like, we could just be doing, like, I could be at home still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, I do that all the time. All the time. Uh, yeah, it's good. Early is on time. It's a good habit. It is. I like it. Uh, I, brought, uh, what, I brought you guys stickers oh, for my new band. Yeah, I'm gonna put it up. Say if I can plug it. No, yeah, yeah we, we would love. We're to both. Oh, both of our bands are in the new issue, so it makes sense. But it's called Gith Yankee, and that is a Gith Yankee for those of you in AM. What is a Gith Yankee? It's a it's a monster for an old school Dungeons and Dragons book. Okay. Oh, sweet. And we're all we're all nerds like that, and uh, we all grew up listening to Melvin's and Godhead Silo and. Did you go to the guy that saw uh, that show? No, I was actually going to ask him. Like, I had this really bad party weekend, mm-hmm. and the Godhead Silo was the would have been like the third or fourth night and I just yeah. couldn't do it. I yeah. just, it took, it took too much out of me and yeah. I, I, I'm just hoping that there's still a band so I can go see him again and this wasn't a one-off. Someone tell me this wasn't a one-off. I, I can't understand. I'm not sure yeah, exactly I don't what's know. going on with them. I mean, Mike's doing the, I mean, the Mike and the Melvins record. Yeah, so they'll probably tour in that, right? Yeah. I don't know. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I mean, they're, be no, the Melvins are coming here. Yeah. 
you know, a couple months after yeah, 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 that's true. out. So, I mean, maybe they'll do live shows, but... No, I was really excited about the Adam Sandler show. I saw the show in 1996. They were an opener. Mm-hmm. I showed yeah, them yeah. early. Uh, they are an opener, and it was, I couldn't believe, like, what Word. I was seeing. It was Just crushing. So, yeah. yeah, like, I could still remember I was feeling the amps. Like, like, <laughs> like the sound from the amps was, like, so powerful that, I, like, it felt like wind on my face. Where's that? Um, where where was that? Uh, it was in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's yeah. where I'm from, and so. We're in, uh, oh, really? And they're originally from. Uh, Fargo. Fargo. Yeah, yeah that's they're, right. They're originally from Fargo. Um, so yeah, uh, it was it was, and then the other night they were. Ju- I mean, they were they had it. It was perfect. It was great because I didn't know one. The reason they broke up was because the drummer like almost lost his hand <laughs> in an accident. Ooh. Like it almost like completely came off, and so. He wow. need, like he just couldn't play drums. Yeah, so I didn't know that. I really wondered about that too. Uh, yeah, that's, and they just, that's why they kind of had like a quiet breakup. Was because it was like so devastating. They just jeez. Well, they they like, kind of fell apart before that though, because okay. my friend Alex recorded their last record, mm-hmm. and he said that they basically just went in there and recorded, and then kind of just walked out. Oh, and like not walked out, walked yeah, out, but yeah. just kind of like slowly and just let him mix it and just like oh, they were like yeah. I, don't. I think maybe they were on their way out anyway, mm-hmm. but but I, I sincerely hope that that was not a one-off show because yeah. I basically based my decision that night on well yeah. I've seen him a bunch of times before I would love to be at this show but I'm way too hungover and there's yeah. no way I'm gonna go to this thing. Yeah. stand uh, there. But no, yeah, uh, it's it quite solid. Quite solid. Where'd they play? Uh, Chop Suey. Chop yeah. Suey. I was mad that I, at myself, because I didn't even know about the show until the next day when Danny was like, I saw I God really hate that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I missed that. And it was I, postponed. Yeah, it was yeah. postponed. Because oh, yeah. I had almost bought tickets for the old one, which I wish I would have done, because if I had had tickets, I would have forced me to go hang yeah. over or no. Uh, so who else in Seattle should be re-listening to if we want to listen to heavy music? Uh, shit. I made a list. Oh, there you go. Because my memory's kind of bad. I mean, just to throw out some things that are, kind of com- that are coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Narrows are playing. Oh, I can't oh, yeah. wait for that yeah, show. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. Sandrider's back in action. Now big, they're, yeah. big truck. they're opening that show, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's going to be sick. It's the yeah. opener on that bill, and Big Truck is one of those bands you need to fucking get there early to see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Guys do not miss Big Truck. They kind of don't play that much anymore now. Well, that's because... Isn't um, Lee in that band? Not Lee. Uh, yeah, you know, Lee, 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 Lee from Alfaba. Yes. Yeah. Loved Alfaba. Alfaba so is like one of my favorite bands. Oh, they were band. right on point, yeah. man. Those gu- other guys in Alfaba have another band now too. I can't remember what it is, but they were. I saw them accidentally. I was doing sound, and I saw them, and they were just like, "Bam! You guys are the guys from Alfaba, aren't you?" Yeah. yeah. If you're uh, <laughs> the guys from Alfaba, and you want to. Tell us your other band. Email us at accidentsonpurposepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> so, real, real quick before we get to the bands, on a personal note, um, what? Are you, what's going on? I think he's. Look, I really need to tell <laughs> something. I'm sick, guys. No. Uh, I used to hang out at the Redmond Firehouse all the time in high school, and I always thought it was really cool that. You did sound there. I was gonna say you looked really familiar. Yeah, like, uh, and I was like, oh man, the guy from Bloodhag is like is doing sound and like Matt Doctor, like he's an Alfaba, he was in yeah. the Salem. Oh my I god, that was so cool. ta- so talented that guy. And Nat Dam, the drummer of Akimbo, like in Bandpool, gave my band our first show, you yeah. know, or like not really, but he like played yeah. our tape and he heard my band. I thought that was like amazing, <laughs> um, and it was cool to like. That was when I realized that 
the people who are in these bands that I idolize can also be real people that <laughs> can just like be around. They're not like rock stars. Another aha like, moment, right? Yeah. Throws it in their tour van. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was just like they're, just <laughs> they're there, back like, there doing lines of coke off the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah and no, stuff. yeah. You it's guys not like these that. Fucking assholes. Yeah. You were nice to us as kids and gave us an opportunity to to like feel a part of. Then why are you so mean to kids? Uh, I hate kids. I don't want to make them feel a part of That's fine. When I walked in, I like I knew I was yeah. like I know this guy. I yeah, swear yeah. I know this guy. I was around there a, a lot. That was a that was a golden moment in time. Like sort of like the three or f- well before that, and then like a couple years after. Yeah, it was super super fun and interesting. That was great. Yeah, I, I learned a lot about music from all the. I guess kids, you know, yeah, whatever. We're, yeah, they're kids. But like but the the guys in Paris in Arms, I mean, I did yeah. not, un- I did not understand their music at all. But no. I was there recording their records, going. Yeah, and Kyle, they're blowing my Kyle. That guy went on to be in Fellow. Yes, with Fellow Jamie from Monsters, one of my favorite bands from Seattle ever. Yeah, Fellow was amazing. Their live shows were incredible. I loved it. That like short lived, at least to me, like grindcore. Yeah, like the, was, like, the weird those. that weird like grindcore thing. Yeah, like, that yeah. happened and everyone was really into it and then it just like was out of it. It was it was cool. I was gonna say I think this episode we've mentioned the most bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Like uh, if you count up the amount of bands we've mentioned, please email us at accents on purpose podcast Uh and the first person to do the correct answer, uh, will me and Joseph will make you a mixtape and mail it to you. Yeah, yeah, one side each. Yeah. Oh that's a great idea. All eighties slow jams. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's none of the bands we mentioned. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Besides, uh, I mean, besides the magazine, have you thought about doing other things like like a passive aggressive compilation or like? Yeah, um, recently, um, one of the guys from Curse of the North, Christian, who has his own studio, had kind of hit us up with an idea of like, you know, I'll I'll record these bands and you put out a compilation, and so we we kind of toyed toyed with the idea of that. Um, I mean, there's several like ideas of like doing a passive aggressive. Fest or you know yeah that's not a bad idea uh, (laughs) and passive aggressive promotes shows yeah uh, in that way of like well we have a bill and other people will come to you yeah we do put on our own like sponsor a show like Mm -hmm. Seattle progressive or Seattle progressive Seattle passive aggressive presents yeah like I mean the Highline has has offered to put our name on a couple bills and you know we kind of push it you know. A little harder than we would a normal a normal show. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the guys at the Highland are really nice. We uh, the record yeah. store I work at. We wanted to have a four year anniversary party, and we did it there, and uh, it worked out very well. Yeah, really great. That was a great show. That's fun too. All right, back to the list. Yeah. Okay, uh, Port, great band from Portland, Lord Dying. I think they're one of my favorite metal mm-hmm. bands. Speaking of favorite metal bands, uh, Theories from Seattle is oh, killing yeah, it yeah. right now like across the USA, too. and Black Breath. Uh, who is, yeah. have been my favorite metal band since they started, and now they're just, like, legendary, totally. as everybody knows. Uh, Blood Drugs is a great band. Yeah, it's not yeah, metal. Uh, that last record, yeah. holy shit, like, I mean, I listen to it all the time still, you know? Like a year yeah, we, tr- we try to get them on the podcast and something, I don't know. There's yeah, like, it didn't work out, but Good to Die contacted us. Yeah, like, it's just like a breakdown of communication. That'd yeah. be another one if yeah. you could get, like, Nick in it. A he, member of two other bands. Nick doesn't want to do it. Yeah, he, really? I think he said he was a little self-conscious. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like can't. Uh, which makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's sure. not always the easiest uh, thing. But no, yeah, he's putting out fantastic records. Totally. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, he always. I mean, that's another thing that happened right around the same time as Seattle Passive Aggressive started. Yeah, he's on his five-year anniversary this oh, year. Cool. So, um, 
were right. And he came out strong. It seemed like he released a ton of records like right away, like yeah. an Army Party and Sand yeah. Rider and mm-hmm. yeah. Absolute Monarchs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that oh, yeah. that record. I forgot about them. That record was <laughs> right? so good. Oh my god, the songs on that. Yeah, fucking great. He whose ox is gored. They uh, oh, yeah, they were friends of the show. show. Yeah. yeah, their new their new record is. I mean, it, they just did what they always yeah, wanted to do. So I good, think. Huh? I mean, it's the culmination of everything that. You know, anything I ever heard or saw from them, I always liked it, but it was never that. And all of a sudden, it's like this enormous, you know, yeah. thing. This like I think that was epic just a matter achievement of time for those. Guys. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It was like those guys have been working so hard for so long, and I feel like they're one of those bands where, like, a year or two ago, they would be like the most underappreciated band in Seattle, and now they're finally starting to like get a little recognition. Yeah. And, like that record, especially, really put them on the map. I feel like. Of, having this awesome sound and it seems like they go on tour every month yeah, <laughs> I, feel like, yeah. I feel like they're always like yeah we're going on tour well that's what you gotta do if yeah. you wanna sell records man yeah. I mean that's just how it is as far as I'm concerned and those guys are so likable too yeah, you they know, are that, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no. <laughs> that was the first band that we had on that we didn't actually know anybody mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And as soon as they walked in the door, they're like making jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we we barely had the microphones on, and they're like yelling about masturbation. Yeah. And like crazy <laughs> things. And we were like, this is great. Like, I, it's, and we they're were, gen- they're genuine too. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if yeah. you see them on the street, they're genuine people. It's not like yeah. this fake. I only like you because you're in a band yeah, thing. Totally. You know, which happens. Yeah. Uh, any more bands? Uh, Eris. Eris. Eris is really fucking good. Uh, their last record fucking slayed super heavy. Yeah. The new one's awesome too. I know, I can't wait to listen to it. Same. <laughs> I haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, but that release show's coming up pretty soon, I think, too. Yeah, that's the, when did they, the 11th? Yeah, it's I, coming up I really soon. With, uh, yeah, with Grey Falls, and that's, that's going to be their actual record release now it's oh it's, it's in see this is the third the one i've gone to three shows in a row <laughs> last one i finally got vinyl off of them that's when they that's when they have you know, the holding record. it up like you know indiana jones you know it's like i can't believe i finally have the vinyl indiana jones. i found the artifact yeah yeah seriously um and, uh witch ripper another really good yeah band. yeah those guys have been quietly just f- slaying yeah, it like i feel like every time now. they play a show everyone loses their shit just like it's like that perfect kind of Mastodon-y, like sludge metal, stoner metal type stuff. Really good. Pretty aggressive. Yeah. They've, they've gotten better over time, too. Like, I, last time I saw them, I just walked up to them and I was like, you, I don't know how to say this. I hope you take this the right way, but every time I see you, you get better. Yeah, you know? totally. Which is a good thing, I oh, think. Oh, great. Yeah. I think you sucked before. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> some bit, like, I've been in bands that we started pretty embarrassingly horrible, and I feel like at the end of it, I was like, more, I was proud of it. Yeah, I was sure. like, oh, okay, like, we... <laughs> We got better. Yeah. Uh, oh, Year of the Cobra. I actually See, I've not them. seen that band. I saw them, or actually we played a show with them a while back, and I was, like, thoroughly impressed. I was like, oh, man. They're doing they're doing that kind of doomy stoner stuff with a two-piece, like, bass and drums, but not too, like, it's not boring. It's, like, got more energy to it, and it's definitely not the same old two-piece bass and drums, sludge type stuff that you That's see cool. all the time. Yeah, really great. M- Mother's Crown is killing it too. You mentioned that earlier, but like I was, went to a show, uh, my friend's band, um, another band, TP Creeper. They're from Port Angeles. Um, they, uh, sh- I just went to see them. You know, they're my friends, and and Mother, the Crone just threw it down, and the place was packed. Like you could the Victory Lounge, which is not hard to pack, but I mean, it was like wall to wall. That's cool. I was pretty impressed. What celebrity are you dreading dying because of the outpouring of sympathy? <laughs> that will just annoy the shit out of you. Like, mine is Eddie Vedder. 
Mine's Garrison Keillor. <laughs> That's a tough question, man. Like, <laughs> like, like the one that we're personally going to be devastated about? No, 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 no. Like, you're just going to be annoyed, annoyed because everyone's going to be, like, posting YouTube clips. Oh, it already happened. <laughs> the, the whole asshole from the Eagles. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been waiting for that dude to die, like, from, pretty oh much uh, gone a time. I, I actually, I actually, I've, I've thrown parties for, for people who died before. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit that. There are certain people in the world, like, when Ronald Reagan kicked the bucket, I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. I was very, when Margaret Thatcher died, I was just like, yeah, she's a horrible person. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know. You kind of get, like, that happy yeah. feeling. Oh, the world's a lighter place. It's yeah. just today. Yeah. It's a little better. Oh, and then Lemmy dies, and you're like, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I guess, for me, it would probably either be like Mick Jagger or Keith Richards, mm-hmm. just because I know I'm going to have to see the, the flood. Again, and that's going to last like a year. Yeah. yeah. Like every car driving by, every <laughs> store. But to be fair, I'm a massive, massive, massive Stones fan. Mm-hmm. So I've had I've I've lost friendships probably see, over yeah. these over these arguments of, of people you. that do not respect the Rolling Stones, <laughs> but just just seeing those like you know the the posts that are going to be you know like oh I love this band when my parents played it when I was a kid and yeah. it's like where the fuck were you when I was talking about how the Beatles were the be- you know or the Stones were better than the Beatles and blah 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 oh man there might be a fight <laughs> I have to say like the thing, the thing with Bowie you know Bowie passing yeah. away and then all of a sudden sure. every. I think he might still be out there. Yeah, with two problems. Uh, <laughs> Did you go to Snoops.com yet? <laughs> no. Uh, but, like, it just seemed like everyone on Facebook was, uh, he inspired me to be who I want to be my entire life, which he was really inspiring, but I know you, and he didn't inspire you to do shit, <laughs> yeah. like, which is fine. He didn't yeah. need to. What's, what The most interesting thing that came out of uh, Bowie dying was, did uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers said that they asked him to record their album three times, and he said no all three times. <laughs> but they kept asking him, and then for no reason they throw out. They asked Brian Eno eight times, and he said no eight times. That seems embarrassing. Why would yeah. either of those people want to work with the Red Hot Chili? I know. But see, they only, and they, look, they only had ten records, yeah. so that means all but two records they tried to get someone to produce it, and they said no. But that's kind of rad that they like they went for Eno every time. Yeah. Well, okay, so we got a budget. Let's call Brian just to see if yeah. Yeah, that makes me. It makes me like him. I don't want to hear. No, I know it's weird. And then like, like atmospheric keyboards. Yeah. How would it even work? I don't know. It's maybe that band would would not be fucking horrible, right? Yeah. Who are you dreading dying? Or you know. Uh. I haven't really put any thought into this, but I kind of want to say Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Because just because he's a Beatle doesn't mean he's worth shit still to me. Yeah. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> oh, wow. Brutal. Yeah, when he did that Brutal. last rock and roll tour, you know, and it was like he a did. great grandpa rocking out. It was great. It was, it was great. It was great. It was fantastic. No, it was not, dude. You didn't go. I saw it on Axis Live. You did I think he did like a song on... Of course I didn't go, but I saw it. I saw it. I saw it like on... Wait, wait, wait. The are our listeners. Yeah. Sorry, you might have to <laughs> edit that whole thing. Let's let Brian talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last sorry. question: Where do you get coffee in Seattle? Where do you like to get your coffee? Do you get your coffee? Do you drink coffee? Do you like coffee? Do you want a coffee? <laughs> All right, take it yeah. easy. He just had four cups of coffee. Yeah. Right up the street. Um, not at the Starbucks, but at the other one. I don't know. I don't drink coffee. I drink okay. tea. Okay. 
<laughs> um, there's this place I usually go to. It's uh, inside the the Safeway called uh, Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna they're gonna. Oh, do, that's like a local well. company, aren't they? Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> yeah there's, no, um, I like. I mean, I like going to Cafe Vita. If I, I guess I just you know when I get coffee, it's usually at the McDonald's drive-through because <laughs> I'm, I'm poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I mostly drink all my coffee at work because I get it for free. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. It's Sorry. honestly not the best coffee. Uh, we do not make it very well for some reason, but <laughs> I pound the shit out it's of it free. every day. Yeah. Although, actually, there is, like, a really nice cafe, like, right next door to my work that if I just wanted to spend four bucks, I could go get, like, good coffee. Uh, coffee Clutch. It's, like, a German bakery slash... Uh, oh, is that on First Hill? No. Uh, no, it's up in Lake City Way, like, 125th oh, okay. in Lake City. You're talking about that Polish place on First Hill? Is Have you been there? Okay. It's like a little deli slash. Yeah. Oh, I think I heard about, about that. Man, I can't. That place is amazing. Yeah. You gotta go there and just get whatever you feel like. <laughs> we, went, we went there one time um, for my my friend Jonah. You know Jonah from Jonah yeah. Heroes? Yeah. And we went there. He told me about it. And we have this thing where like he tells me about places and takes me there because I don't know. I guess. <laughs> but he's like the king. He knows everything. And he, when he walks in, they know his name. Nice. Know? So nice. we walk in and we're sitting there and one of the guys we were with, uh, one of the, I think, guys from Absolute Monarchs, he busts the open a jar of pickles that he just bought and he starts eating them and the woman behind the counter is like oh no 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 here and she gives him some bread uh, and I was like now that's old school yeah. I'm moving to Poland yeah. like if I can go somewhere where someone's gonna give you bread yeah, for because pickles. you need it because you're obviously hungry and you're eating a pickle yeah. that that's what's missing that's in American right society right there <laughs> is bread just no just no, that know thing you, yeah. you know like oh you need a cup of coffee here yeah, yeah. you know like, like, like I can't watch you eat that the wrong way. Yeah, no, that's the right I think way. I think yeah. I think actually yeah. it was that because yeah. she was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, and on that note, we'll call it a show. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it a show. Uh, the next issue is when is it coming out? Um, we'll probably have uh, our fourth anniversary issue coming out here in I don't know two months. I'd yeah, say. Sounds right. end of, uh, uh, and it'll be at just about every record store. So if you want one, go to the record store. Yeah. Or you could subscribe. We we sell subscriptions. We oh, have that's a, cool. a website with some swag if you want to buy stickers. What's your t-shirts. website? Um, it's a big cartel page. It's I think it's just the Seattle Passive Aggressive dot Cool. Really uh, catchy. Rolls off. <laughs> you, can, you can link to our store from our website. Which One is, thing I learned is if you don't add Zine to the Google search and you just do Seattle Passive Aggressive, it's mostly articles about the Seattle freeze and how to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, and finally, I think you were like the second or third one, right? But yeah. I was like, you have to, you have to put Zine or something yeah. about music. It uh, helps. That's really funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so Thanks much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and we'll, uh, Joseph, see you next week. Oh, yeah. I'll probably be here. I don't know. Actually, next week we're off because I'm in Portland. For love and stay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, good night. Night.